It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to another episode of Bucks and Six, a Milwaukee Bucks podcast brought to you by Fans First Sports Network. My name is Steven Dorf, and alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Hershey Winkleman. Check us out on social media. We're on Instagram and Twitter at Bucks6FFSN. And then you can find this and the rest of our podcasts on Apple or Spotify. So turn those notifications on, leave a uh, reviewer rating. But for tonight's podcast or today's podcast, we're going to recap the uh, Bucks tough loss to the Celtics, 119 to 116. And then the second half of this podcast, we're also going to cover the Bucks' third in season tournament victory of the season. But yeah, Hirsch, what were your thoughts on that uh, gut wrenching Celtics loss on Wednesday? Yeah, I mean, I think it, you know, it all came down to kind of that, you know, brutal start to the game. I mean, just going off down, uh, starting the game off down zero to 10 uh, for the Bucs is definitely, you know, not the ideal situation that you're looking for, especially against, you know, your arch rival, I would say, in, in the Eastern Conference, especially. You know, it's it's a team that a lot of people expect the Bucks to play. Uh, if we were, you know, to to make it to the conference finals and you know have to make it to the finals, um, so yeah, that's definitely you know one of the bigger games on the schedule. And to just see a a tough, awful start like that, um, is absolutely brutal. Giannis and Dame, you know, both combined to start the game for three for twenty six. So that's just atrocious. Um, and, you know, Drew also played some great defense on Giannis to start the game out as well. So, yeah, other than that start, I mean, we played pretty well, but just just a horrible way to start off the game, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, when Giannis and Dame, yeah, three for 16 or whatever it was they started off. I mean, that's 
I mean, that's a backbreaker. I mean, you got Jason Tatum, you got Jalen Brown, you got Drew Holiday, Derek White, Kristaps Porzingis on the other side. The Celtics are a team that's great at offense. I mean, on the other side of the floor, they're great. At, I mean, they're both at, they're great at both, but not a team where, you know, Damian Lillard can get off to that kind of start. I know that he likes to play the entire first quarter, which he's been doing to, you know, get that coverage, get comfortable in the game. But three for 16 is, it's unacceptable. I mean, I'll, I'll, uh, you know, give it to Giannis for this game because he was coming off of that five game or six game stretch where he was putting up 37 a game. And I guess he wasn't feeling very good coming into tonight or that game against the Celtics. So I guess you can give him, give him that. But uh, it was interesting to see Drew Holiday open the game, you know, defending him. I, I actually was not expecting it, even though I probably should have Hirsch. But was that something that you expected to see? Uh, definitely not, you know, defensively. I mean, I may, I may, maybe, you know, a couple of switches here or there, but, you know, I didn't really think he would necessarily be like, you know, plastered on him like he was. Um, and, you know, we saw him, you know, take on a, a bigger matchup, you know, last year in the playoffs and that, that didn't work too well for Drew Holiday, uh, with Jimmy Butler, you know, he, he kind of got torched throughout that entire first round, uh, with, uh, you know, a guy who's only a couple inches bigger. Uh, Giannis is nearly a foot taller than Drew. Uh, but, you know, Drew was still able to, you know, use his, you know, perimeter defense and, you know, his strength, get underneath him, make it difficult. Uh, reminded me a little bit of like when Patrick Beverly would like try to guard Durant um, in the Western Conference Finals. And it was always kind of a fun matchup just to see those two go at it. But uh, different types of players in this situation and also, you know, former teammates. So that adds a little spice to it. But definitely interesting to see, um, you know. I think our size definitely does cause the Celtics big problems. Um, you know, I think a brutal game from like a brutal game out of Bobby Portis. I mean, you don't really expect that out of him to have four points, you know, to end the game again. He's he's one of our main contributors off the bench. And I feel like, you know, he's probably one of our main X factors. Um, you know, he goes the way that we go. So, um, you know. Our size definitely matters, especially against a team like the Celtics, who really only have Porzingis and Horford as their big man depth. I mean, Luke Hornet's there, but he's not like a guy you're really too worried about. Um, you know, we out rebounded them. We won on the offensive boards as well. We also, you know, had uh, less turnovers than them and forced more. So, um, yeah, you know, other than that really brutal first quarter, I think the Bucks had to, had to have a great chance to like play this play this team again and win. I just think, you know, you can't really start out, you know, down 10-0 and expect to beat a team like the Boston Celtics. Yeah, no, you can't get off to that start. And honestly, like I think the Celtics depth is going to come back to haunt them or lack their lack of it, but or lack there of it, but they had, they played eight guys against us, Hirsch. Eight guys. Uh, they lost to the Magic. They got blown out, to, you know, in their next game to the, by the Magic. Magic are a good team. They're second in the East right now, or tied for second in the East with us. But I truly think that you know having an eight man rotation at this point in the season is not going to work for them. I mean, you already have Kristaps Porzingis, a guy who is known for getting hurt in his recent years. So they can, they are literally one injury away from not having enough guys to you know really feel the full rotation. Hirsch, is that something that you think you know you agree with me on this, or do you still think that the Celtics match up pretty well against us? I mean, I think a healthy Celtics team is extremely dangerous. Um, but I I mean I think that's a huge if. I mean I think it's a lot like the Clippers, where like and, and the Pelicans with Zion, where like you know they're healthy now, and you know Kawhi's playing now, Zion's playing now, but. You know, who's to say that January rolls around and these guys, you know, roll an ankle and they're out for a couple months. 
You know, we, we've seen that happen with Porzingis multiple times throughout his career. Um, he, you know, he's been one of the more injury prone players since, you know, he was been drafted. So to see Chris Stapps Porzingis go down would not be a surprise. And, you know, Steve, not to mention a guy like Al Horford, who's, you know, he's 37 years old, 38 years old. He's, he's really gotten up there in age. I mean, an injury to him would be pretty detrimental to their depth as well. I mean, especially just looking at their bigs, um, you know, their guard depth. I mean, Peyton Pritchard looks like really their only guy, uh, you know, in their backcourt coming off the bench. So it's like, yeah, I, I, the Celtics do have a severe lack of depth. I mean, they have nothing like what the Bucs have coming off their bench. Yeah, I mean, we've seen the Bucs kind of deal with a little bit of an injury bug early in the season, right? Losing Marjan, you lose Jay Crowder. Giannis isn't feeling too good. Chris Middleton, you know, we're going to talk about that, but he goes down with an injury uh, in the Wizards game. But we have the depth to, you know, make up for it. We have flexibility, right? We can just throw Andre Jackson, who we're going to talk about, but he's been playing really well. You throw him in there. We have guys like... uh, Thanasis, if we really needed, I know people don't like Thanasis, but he he's been pretty good on defense this year. Marjan Bochamp, you know, he's back. He'll be there. Uh, Pat Connington he, as well. Pat Connington, yeah. Pat Connington is not a liability on defense. He's someone who goes out there, he hustles. So we have a lot of guys. It's just a matter of kind of putting them in at the right time and just getting that mesh and that chemistry. I mean, we saw in the Wizards game tonight where this team just it, it seemed out of funk at times, but that's for the second half, but yeah, uh, Marjan comes back tonight, Hirsch, or uh, against the Celtics. You know, he missed a couple games. I had anticipated he'd miss a few weeks, or not maybe a few, but a week, two weeks. He's back pretty early, so that's good to see. He made a couple shots, but he struggled on defense, Hirsch. He really struggled on defense, and that's you know somewhere where we think that he needs to be strong or where he is going to be strong. But are you concerned about him not really being able to contain Jalen Brown? I mean, it, it is a tall task. I mean, even for, you know, a normal, like a good NBA veteran, uh, you know, containing a guy like Jalen Brown, who averaged almost 26 points a game last year, is, is going to be a really tall task. Um, you know, he's one of the highest paid players in the NBA for a reason. The Celtics are scary because they have, you know, the, the two spearhead of Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. And, and you know, I mean, Chris Middleton struggled on Tatum early. Marjan struggled on Brown like it, it's gonna be tough to handle both of those guys regardless um you know <laughs> pretty similar to the Clippers with you know Kawhi and Paul George it's gonna be tough to handle two guys like that Suns with Durant and Booker even the Bucks with Damon with Damon Giannis I mean when you have two guys that are of that tier I mean it, it's, it's just gonna be really tough to contain them even the guys like you know the Mavericks with you know two elite scorers like Luka and Kyrie um, you can really only hope to contain them. It's there's no real stopping them. Um, and, and to put a guy like Marjan out there to try to guard, you know, a bona fide all star. I mean, Marjan's only, you know, he's a young player. I mean, he doesn't have that much experience in the league. He hasn't played that many minutes. And to ask him to guard a superstar, I think, is just a little out of his out of his like league. But I mean, other than that, I I I I'm not worried about Marjan at all. I think he has the frame, the physicality, the athleticism. I, I just think he needs more experience, and so I'm I'm happy he's back. I mean, I I don't want him missing time, especially early on in his career. You know, I, we need him to have that development, um, and that time on the court that you know to see that action. But yeah, I mean, asking him to guard Jalen Brown and actually do anything to him to try to stop him is you know it's not really going to happen. Well, different players, but Andre Jackson, he only played eight minutes, but 
you know, he guarded Tatum at the end of the second quarter for a little bit, and he did a really, really good job, actually. Uh, got him pretty flustered, forced tough shots out of him. So, I mean, you see Andre Jackson guarding an even better player, in my opinion, than Jason Tatum. I just, you know, I want to see that defensive consistency out of Marjan because we know that's kind of where we need him to be, you know, be his best. We know that as an offensive player, that's where the growing pains are going to be. Defensively, we need him to be one of those elite wing defenders. And I know saying elite is pretty crazy, but when you don't have Jay Crowder, who's probably your top, you know, uh, perimeter defender, you need someone to step up. And right now it looks like it's, it looks like it's going to be Andre Jackson, Hirsch. I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, Tatum and Brown are, you know, different types of players and so are Marjan and Andre. I mean, Andre is like a full defensive lock. I mean, he's out there to specifically play defense, whereas, you know, Marjan, you know, he has developed somewhat of an offensive game. And, you know, you can kind of tell when he's out there, he's looking for a shot. Um, Another guy who's, you know, normally looking for a shot. And I mentioned it earlier, but, you know, Bobby Portis with, you know, a horrific game out there. Um, you know, Steve, I know a lot of people like to talk about, you know, the the Bucks' lack of, you know, big man depth um, and the fact that, you know, we really only have Brooke Lopez and Bobby Portis. But what are your kind of thoughts on, you know, Bobby, you know, collapsing in a game where we, we really needed him? Uh, yeah, I mean, I know a lot of people, you know, wanted to bring up that, you know, in these in certain games, Bobby seems to be almost unplayable or just there's no fit with, you know, Brooke, Giannis. I like Bobby. I think he's, you know, he's really important for some series or some games rather like in that we never, you know, we don't win that Hawk series without him. Right. We don't like he wasn't, he was a non-factor against Brooklyn when we won the finals, but we needed him in that Hawk series like that. Like we needed him. So he's an energizer off the bench. He's an excellent post scorer. And, you know, we've talked about this before Hirsch, but when he's hitting his shots, I mean, he is, you know, the ideal big man that you want to pair next to Giannis. Absolutely. I mean, he's he's, you know, the and he's the spark plug off the bench, too. I mean, it feels like, you know, when when he's out there with energy, he's hitting the shots. Everyone else kind of feeds off of that. Um, And, you know, we're, we're going to need Bobby to get back to his, you know, dropping 17, 18, 19 points in a night, you know, having an explosive second quarter. If we want to see this team, you know, look like a contender like they were during their five game win streak. But uh, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back. Uh, recap this Bucks Wizards game, and then you know preview a little bit of their matchup against the Trailblazers here coming up on Sunday. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. And we're back on the Boxing 6 podcast. My name is Hershey Winkleman. He's Steven Dorf. Uh, we're going to do a quick recap of this uh, Box versus Wizards game. Uh, the Wizards come to Milwaukee and, you know, they, they make it tough on, on the Bucs. Uh, the Bucks only, you know, pull out a, a three-point victory, one thirty-one to one twenty-eight. Um, but you know, the Bucks had three players tonight drop over thirty points. I mean, it was it was truly incredible to see out of you know what some people would call our big three. Uh, you know, Brooke had you know he tied his career high, and we've we've seen Brooke have you know high-scoring outputs throughout his you know illustrious NBA career. Um, Giannis thirty-one points. You know, Dame thirty-one. So you know. Our main guys, you know, had a great game, Steve. Um, but you know, very little production out of our bench tonight. Only 14 points, you know, not much out of Bobby again. Uh Pat Connington, not 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 a lot of shots hit tonight. Uh, you know, is that is that worrisome a little bit to you, maybe that the bench is kind of, you know, falling off with their, you know, scoring production, or it was it kind of just more of like a, you know, the starters are gonna just take all the shots kind of night. Yeah, I mean, it just felt like one of those nights where, I mean, three of your starters combined for 101 points. So it's a lot of shots going up uh, through those three people. Brooke Lopez actually tied his career high in scoring tonight with 39. But, I mean, yeah, it just felt like one of those games where it was Brooke's night and then it was Dame's night at the end of the game to close. And then Giannis also just does his Giannis, best Giannis impression throughout the first, uh, you know, three quarters. The bench production this game is, I mean – you know, Pat's going to have off nights. Campaign's going to have off nights. It's it's just what happens, right? Uh, ideally, we aren't, you know, in a three-point game against the Wizards where it felt like, you know, they could take the lead from us at any moment. However, I did feel pretty comfortable the entire game. It did feel like, not that we were coasting per se, but just like, you know, at times the effort wasn't all, all the way there. I mean, guys were missing rotations like Corey Kispert, man. That guy, I've never seen someone get like such open looks consistently, like back to back to back. So just things that they need to clean up, really. I mean, the Wizards play at a really fast uh, fast pace, Hurst. So, I mean, they're going to put up a lot of points. I'm not too concerned about them having four guys in, you know, 20, uh, 20 plus points. You know, Kuzma shot inefficient. Uh, so it is what it is. Jordan Poole also... I had an awful start to the game. So I don't know. I, I I liked what I saw overall, especially after you kind of bounce back from a really, really tough loss, a, a loss that, you know, cuts a five game win streak when you think everything is clicked. So felt nice to win one. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I mean, obviously you mentioned it earlier, Chris Middleton, you know, left the game with some Achilles tightness, uh, you know, so that's, that's pretty brutal to see. Obviously, you know, Pat saw, um, an increase in minutes, you know, with both Crowder out and him kind of having to fill that role and also with Chris going down. Um, and, you know, Don, uh, Dame also, you know, showed that even in a fast-paced game, he's going to be able to, you know, play, make, move the ball, you know, just get good shots for the team. And, you know, he put up another double-double tonight, 10, 10 assists performance. 
Uh, and Milwaukee also won the the rebounding battle. Um, and you know the the turnovers weren't a big problem tonight. So uh, both both of those are a plus. You know, especially like you mentioned, coming off a tough loss. You know, you'd like to kind of get that morale back up. You know, especially against you know a Sunday afternoon game where, you know, some people say that the Bucks are you know bad in those uh, afternoon games. So hopefully, you know, they can kind of flip that narrative around a little bit. Yeah. Um, not too worried about it. Uh, they're, I mean, what they're four and 11 right now. Yeah. The trailblazers. Yeah. I mean, they're again, they have good guard play, but not necessarily a team I'm too worried about. Yeah. I mean, they got, you know, Jeremy Grant and Deandre and lead their team. And then, you know, they got that collection of young guys like Scoot Henderson and Fernie Simons and Shaden Sharp. Um, you know, this team a lot uh, reminds me a lot of that Detroit Pistons team that, you know, we played a couple of times. And, you know, they played us tough because, you know, they have that young talent. But, I mean, I still think, you know, this is a game that the Bucks should, you know, relatively win. I just don't want to see them, you know, kind of do what they did tonight and, you know, coast throughout the game and have it be close near the end. I'd I'd rather see this game be over in the third quarter than, you know, have it come down to the wire. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, this team is still kind of going through those growing pains, you know, figuring things out, trying to figure out what defense works best for them, trying to figure out what rotations work best for them. I mean, we've seen AG be super, super experimental through the first 15 games or so. But, yeah, I mean, we should be able to beat these guys. Uh, one of our first, actually, Western Conference games, now that I'm thinking about it, of the season, I think we've only played, what was it, the Mavericks? Is that the only other one so far? Yeah, I believe so. We haven't played very many. A lot of it's just been, you know, conference or tournament play and then, you know, just other teams in our conference. So, so yeah, that's a little interesting something. But, yeah, no, I think that Buck should have no problem with the Trailblazers. I mean, I know I've been – it's been a common theme for me to say this on, you know, our recent podcasts. But, you know, I feel like we've been looking – like we've been improving on things every game. This team just needs to get more comfortable. I think Damian Lillard has gotten better every game. Like, it's just the fit. Giannis, you know, Giannis has been on a tear. Brooke Lopez has had, you know, back-to-back monster nights. So, yeah, just this Trailblazers team doesn't really scare me. I think the next test actually is when we play the Heat. Uh, I believe it's next Tuesday. Definitely. It'll also be interesting to, you know, see Damian Lillard play against his former team for the first time. So, I guess that is a huge storyline. Uh, you know, in the cards for Sunday afternoon's game. But I think that's going to be it for today's episode of the Bucks and Six podcast. Uh, make sure to leave a like, download, subscribe, and follow us on both Twitter and Instagram at Bucks and Six FFSN. I'm Hershey Winkleman. He's Stephen Dorff. And let's go, Bucks.